Hello and welcome to Breaking Social. I'm Alex. And I'm Joe. And we're the founders of award-winning marketing agency, Campfire. WeTransfer is one of the world's most widely known productivity platforms. I'm sure as a marketer yourself, we don't need to explain what WeTransfer is. However, what's really interesting about them is their dedication to their content marketing strategy. They could quite easily be a web page where you simply arrive, upload and send a file, but they're not. That's why we're speaking to Julia Shapiro. Julia is the VP of Marketing at WeTransfer and in this episode, we dive into how their creative strategy acquires new users, why it's important for their platforms to promote and support the creative industry, and how they work with brands to build campaigns that are like no other. So Julia, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. And to get started, do you want to go into a little bit of detail as to how WeTransfer has built a unique brand in the productivity space? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yeah, WeTransfer is a really interesting brand. It's actually 12 years old, which most people don't know. Most people kind of associate it with new tech, but it's it's been around for a really long time. It's a Dutch brand based in the Netherlands. And I actually think the origin story of WeTransfer is probably the best place to start because it was actually a founded on this really simple premise that um, creatives and creators around the world should be able to share ideas um, and work with each other in a way that was really fast and simple, really easy and free, ultimately. Like that was kind of the original promise of WeTransfer. And this was back in the day, this was before, you know, Google Drive existed, before um, a lot of the other file sharing solutions existed. So you're, you were literally, you know, sending, overnighting those big orange brick hard drives to each other in order to share work. Um, and our founders were creatives themselves, and they were like, there's got to be a better way to do this. And so I think it's a really interesting origin story because we we were created by creatives. And that really comes through in the brand even today, you know, over a decade later. I think the way that our company operates still very much keeps creatives at the core. So really, the last decade has just been about doubling down on that promise and making sure that all the decisions we make as a business and all of the products that we offer um, really do keep that creative community at the center of it. That's a really interesting point because I personally didn't actually know either of those things in terms of it being a Dutch company or that it was a 12-year-old platform. I certainly remember, I have a creative background myself, but I certainly remember relying on WeTransfer heavily because it was really rare to find a a platform that would allow you to transfer files of that size for free, or at least that was easily findable. And so this is sort of going a little bit off off the uh, marketing tracks a little bit, but I was interested in the idea of how they or how you guys decided to keep that free or why you were so passionate about keeping that free. Because like you say, previously you would have had to send or or ship an orange hard drive over, which costs $10, $20 to ship maybe. Whereas you've offered this alternative free solution, but I understand that it wouldn't have been free for them. You would have surely had to have been spending money before you were um, making money through marketing because that's another subject that I think we'll get to in the podcast is through you know we transfer's ability to act as a marketing platform in itself and monetize in that way before you got to that point how what was that like well I mean it, it actually was it was really part of the business model from early days because the founders were so passionate about being able to offer the service for free. We now have a subscription service, um, which is you know a core part of our offering. But originally it was all just funded by advertising. And in the beginning, of course, it was like, you know, our founders working with 
with friends and people they knew who started businesses to say, you know, can we feature you on the site? And so a lot of it was very grassroots early on. But now I think if you go to, you know, wetransfer.com and use the free service, you're met with these big, beautiful ads from Chanel and Mercedes and Adobe and a lot of other really cool high-end luxury brands too. So I think it's really evolved a lot over the years. Um, but the one thing that it stayed has stayed really true is the form of that ad. And so I think, again, this goes back to really having creativity at the core of our offering. In the time where the site launched, it would have been very easy to take that full screen ad and take a obviously very captured viewer and break it up into like five banner ads and, and chop it up and sell it to people, right? Like that's what everybody was doing then. And, you know, it was really important for, for the founders and for the folks that started the company to say, we want to, we want to offer something better. We know the people that are coming to the site and using it. And we know that they appreciate something that's beautiful and something that's more interesting to look at. And so that was how the wallpaper was born. We call these wallpapers that sit on the dot-com. And what it is, is a really beautiful bespoke ad. And we work with these brands to create these very special units for them that run in this space. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a core part of our offering today. Like I said, we have a subscription service as well, but that was really built into the business model originally. And I think the really interesting thing is, you know, as I've said, doubling down on our commitment to the creative community and what we want to offer there, we actually give 30% of that ad space to artists now um, because we were able to monetize the site quickly, because we were able to make some money in the early days. We made a commitment to the creative community to say, we're going to give 30% of the space to causes and to creatives that we believe in as a platform. And so that's why you'll also see in the rotation there when you use the site, uh, work from creatives around the world um, being featured. It's really nice that you guys have found that way to give back to artists as well. So that's it's great that over 12 years that the the mission of the business obviously hasn't steered too far away from making sure that you're supporting creatives um, in whatever way. So that's a, a really, a very cool brand message. And am I right in thinking, because when I go on WeTransfer ads, they are very unique. When you land on WeTransfer, it's you, that was one of the first things that I noticed when I was thinking about it from a marketer's perspective in the sense that, yes, you could have split it up, like you say, into lots of different banner ads, or you could have made uh, the WeTransfer feature the main real estate of the site and then smaller ads around it because ads aren't cool or whatever you know when mark zuckerberg <laughs> used to talk about facebook or so the social network says you say we can't put ads on there because it's they're not cool whereas you've almost gone the exact opposite and said actually ads can be cool they just need to be presented in the right way are people creating ads specifically for use on we transfer or are these assets that that you can repurpose and and just buy space on the on the site? To be honest, it's a little of both. I think something that's very unique to our offering, to the brands that we partner with, we have a studio in-house that is very knowledgeable in our audience and what works in that space. Um, You know, it's not not too different from buying media space on, on any other site where they're actually helping you create content. I think that type of content does really well specifically with creatives, because it feels really native to the experience. So we have this team of in-house experts that, that know what types of ads drive engagement, 
um, you know, what we know, how much time people are spending on that site. We get a lot of feedback from our user base, which is really interesting to get feedback on ads. Um, but we do, we hear from people when they love stuff. So we have a really good kind of playbook um, for what works there. And that's part of the offering to the brands we partner with is we help educate them. And I think right now, a lot of brands are really trying to connect with the creative audience and connect with the creative community. I would say it's it's a little bit of a holy grail of marketing at the moment. Um, so being able to offer some of those insights uh, to our partners and say, you know, here's how we can help position your brand in this space in a way that people are going to pay attention to it and respond um, makes it, I think, really unique and why a lot of our brands continue to come back and work with us. Do you know or have you seen a trend in the kinds of ads that seem to work better on WeTransfer in terms of that kind of feedback that you're getting back? How, how should people be using the platform um, to its full potential and to, to get the best sort of engagement from the people that are seeing those ads? Well, I mean, when you're talking about creatives, it's a really discerning audience. You know, they, there's a pretty high benchmark for what's interesting and what's worth their time. And these are also busy creatives who are running a business. And so not wasting their time and putting junk in front of them that they, they aren't interested in, I think is really important to maintaining a relationship as well. Um, but, you know, our philosophy, and I think we've adopted this philosophy in our own marketing as well, is like, you're kind of competing with all of the internet these days. You know, most creatives are spending the majority of their day online, um, streaming a lot of content, scrolling a lot of content. And so you're not just trying to stand out from other brands anymore. You're trying to stand out from all the rest of this content that exists that people have access to. Um, and so it's a really it's a really tall order for marketers these days. So I think the most important thing is to see what else is out there and say, how can we provide something that feels like a unique perspective, something that people haven't seen already or aren't seeing from other brands or other creators. And that's where really this, this community of artists that we work with um, on We Present um, comes into play as well, because the goal there is to really find people and work with people who have those unique perspectives and help surface that type of content. And it works really well for, for brands as well, as long as I think they have the as long as they're comfortable taking risks sometimes, because I do think that that's probably a um, really necessary ingredient when you're putting yourself out there in a big way as a brand. And if I can just go back to WeTransfer's core purpose of servicing creators and giving back to creators where you can, and that serving or staying true throughout the 12-year lifespan of WeTransfer and beyond. You recently spoke at South by Southwest about cutting brand bull and why brands need to step out of their comfort zone as well as leveraging brand personality. Do you want to give us a kind of few bullet points on the points that you'd made in that in that talk? Yeah, I mean, it was it was a really interesting topic. A lot of a lot of folks from all different types of brands wanted to come and talk a little bit about that. I think as I said earlier, a lot of brands are trying to market to creatives these days. But there is a very big difference between marketing to creatives and being a creative brand. And I think that creators actually see through that really easily. Um, and a lot of it has to do with the way that you feature artists the way, and the way that you work with artists as well, um, because it really comes through when it's an authentic partnership um, and when you're giving somebody a platform and allowing them to really bring their vision to life and working with them on that versus saying, 
I have a thing that I want to make. I'm going to hire XYZ person to do that. Then I'm going to put my logo on the end and like call it a day, right? So a lot of the conversations that we had about cutting the bull was just about being really honest because nobody's really seeing, everybody will see through that, especially when you talk about such a discerning audience as creatives. Um, So being really honest about what your relationship is, you know, finding like-minded creators to work with and bring a vision to life, I would say in tandem in a way that both parties are happy with versus this very transactional nature I think that marketing has come accustomed to in working with different brands and creators. And how does we transfer leverage? How do you leverage the personality that you've created as a as a brand? And and do you have a content marketing strategy surrounding that? Do you engage with the creative community outside of just giving back? How does the we transfer brand exist outside of the website? One of the, I mean, one of the things that really attracted me to working at this company and working with WeTransfer is the personality of the brand because it doesn't take itself too seriously, um, which I think is really important because there's a lot of very self-important brands out there, especially in the tech space, I would say. So finding a brand that, you know, is humble, understands how to take a back seat in moments when they're working with artists, um, but also has a little humor to it which I think like the world needs a bit of. We had a, a lounge at South by Southwest um, where we were giving away free coffee throughout the day. Um, and we had a line behind it, you know, with our branding that said, the smell of fresh coffee, you can't get that in the metaverse. And it was, there were people stopping by all day taking photos of this line just because it was really funny. And obviously we were all at South by to learn about all of the latest innovation in tech. And we all went to talks on the metaverse and Web3 and all this cool stuff that was happening. But that little moment of levity just to, again, like not take it too seriously. Like we're also all here to, you know, to see each other and connect and to be together for the first time in a while. And I think that was actually like a really nice example of just us letting that personality show in kind of these little moments with people. So I, I really appreciate that because as a marketer, it also gives you a lot of flexibility um, in the way, in the places that you show up and the conversations that you have when it's just not quite as rigid. How did you find the challenge of building out that brand personality where one person may just look at, if they were given we transfer in its infancy as a, as a tool and a service, I feel like a lot of people would struggle to comprehend how that could feel as a brand or exist as a brand online. How did you find the challenge of developing WeTransfer into a personality that almost feels like someone that who could be a creative if it was turned into a person, for example? How did you develop that personality? I mean, I, th- I do think a lot of it comes from uh, our founders being really involved in the company kind of throughout and wanting to infuse that creativity into everything we do. And then I think, you know, props to the rest of the company and the rest of leadership for running with it. Because I think a lot of times as you, over the years, as you grow, as you shift into more of like a growth model as a company, a lot of that stuff gets stripped away and it becomes much more formulaic. So I think as marketers, we have to challenge each other and we have to challenge leadership to say, no, this this is what people came for. This is what people know us as. It's really important for our growth to actually double down on that and make sure that we're setting ourselves apart. Um, And so I think in the case of WeTransfer, we had really great leaders that trusted us to continue to build out that brand and to do it really differently in moments um, and to be comfortable with that, or at least trust us enough to do it. 
um, and allow us to make work that was controversial, that was provocative in moments, um, you know, that that really set us apart. I wanted to ask about whether or not you have a fixed marketing strategy for WeTransfer in terms of new customer acquisition in the sense that are you still having to create brand awareness and market to new people? Because for me, I see WeTransfer as almost like, I forget what the word is, but it there's a word for when this happens and it's when a, a brand name replaces the actual thing itself. Like Velcro, for example, is the brand not the whatever the thing is called. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what it's called. Right, like Kleenex. Yeah, exactly. Like Kleenex, you'd say pass me a Kleenex instead of pass me, pass me a tissue. And I find that people will say, why don't you just we transfer at me? Even if they aren't necessarily thinking directly about we transfer, it's just been so synonymously linked to the act of sending someone a file that it's almost replaced send me the file. And so given that you've got this kind of presence in the market, do you still have to do this brand awareness piece? Do you do you still try and reach out to new customers? Or what does that look like? Or is it just reminding people consistently? Well, it's a little of both, but I think, Alex, you started out by saying, I'm a creative, I've used WeTransfer for years. I think people who have used us for a long time do think of us as, as pretty much a household name, but there is a whole group of new creatives out there, particularly in the US where the creative industry is is growing really rapidly. And even the definition of creativity is changing really rapidly. And so, you know, maintaining our relevance and staying top of mind is really important, especially when there's so many other big tech companies that are starting to develop offers that sort of creep into the same space as us. So I think that's really important. And differentiation is a really important piece of that. But actually where our focus has been more recently People know us as a file transferring service, but we've started rolling out some new features um, that are geared more towards the creative review process um, and actually helping facilitate creator and client relationships and making that feedback process really easy. And so really the shift for us has been, how do we shift up the perception of we transfer um, from being just about that final share, that final like throw it over the fence moment, the work is done, let's go out and have a beer to being actually something that's involved a bit earlier in the process um, that can help you get to an approval or help you get to feedback. So what we've really been focused on is highlighting those new features. Um, reviews is at the center of that. The feature is called Reviews. Um, and it, it quite literally is an evolution of the transferring service, but it allows you to ask for specific types of feedback within the experience. So you could ask for an approval, you could ask for somebody to actually type notes and make feedback. Um, you could ask for somebody to make selects. Um, and this all happens within the platform. And then as add-ons to that, you can set due dates. You can send out reminders. So it's basically taking, it's synonymous with WeTransfer, being able to WeTransfer something. We're basically like WeTransferizing the review process. So making it really lightweight and simple and applying those um, I would say the product ethos of WeTransfer to these new steps. Um, so that's where the focus has been more recently because those features launched in January. Out of interest, because WeTransfer has been running for such a long time, like you've said, you will have seen uh, an experienced, or the company will at least, have experienced the evolution of social media as well and the way that marketing has changed over the last decade so, so much. How have you found navigating that changing landscape? And is the how different now is the way that we transfer markets itself? 
as it was a decade ago? It's a really great question because I think that social media has also had a profound effect on the way that creatives work and the way that creatives are able to market themselves now. So part of the the discussion we had at South by Southwest as well was about working with creatives and how that relationship has changed over the years. And I think the expectation today is that a lot of creatives are you know, doing their own marketing, they're running their own business, they're taking on a lot more um, to put themselves out there as a brand to try to drum up business or, um, you know, find partners. And so I think mimicking a lot of that behavior on our side as a way to continue to reinforce our relationship with that community has been really important. So you see, you know, new platforms like Patreon emerging um, where artists are really able to to put themselves out there in that way. So we have a lot of conversations about like, how do we meet creatives where they are already? And how do we support them in those endeavors? And what's the role that WeTransfer can play um, in new media on some of these platforms? So we're still figuring it out, to be honest, because it's everything's evolving so quickly and changing every day. Um, but we really look to see where where creatives are, where are they spending their time? And usually that's a really good indicator of where we should be too. So your your core marketing efforts at the moment are surrounding making sure that you're present in front of creators wherever they're choosing to to be in the online space at the moment. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we just did our, a big partnership with Twitch as well. It was our, our first first big moment that we did with them in this, this campaign that launched in January. And again, it was because we saw a ton of creatives on that platform interacting with each other, you know, using it as a social moment to share ideas. And so it felt like such a natural fit, even though it's maybe not a place that you would naturally think of WeTransfer showing up. Um, but we did a great creators program with them and saw some pretty early success in it as well. So I think we're going to continue to try to figure out what what our presence on that platform looks like. And what what is the success metric for you that when you go out and do a campaign where you partner with Twitch, is it you see an increase in people file sharing or is it an increase in people using the WePresent platform or, or people signing up for the, the premium? Premium. So we just launched a, a new pricing tier called Premium, which is basically the unlimited offer. So it gives you access to the new features, but then unlimited file sharing um, and storage as well. Um, so we have been focused a lot on premium and talking about value there. Um, like I said, the subscription side of the business is a, one of our main revenue drivers. So we do focus a lot on upgrades and how we get people to a paid offer. But it happens over time, right? Because I think that, you know, there's a very specific need state for WeTransfer, which is you have a project that you you need to share with somebody, you need to send some send somebody. So there's not always people just like on standby. <laughs> waiting, waiting to send their files, waiting to see an ad on Twitch so that they can, you know, sign up for premium and share a file. So it really is a long game that we have to think about. And the focus is really how do we stay top of mind? So when that need state comes up, um, we transfer is there and they're thinking about us. So showing up on these platforms, again, where creatives are going for inspiration, they're going to connect with other creatives. That's part of that strategy to stay top of mind and make sure that we're relevant and we're in the consideration set when it comes time to do the work. Because as you probably know as a creative, most people work project to project now, you know, and you might be you might be juggling 10 different projects at one time, but there's less predictability in the creative industry than I think a lot of other industries. And how do you personally approach marketing? 
and how do you think creatively around how you can push WeTransfer and its uh, various platforms and new services and also encourage your, your team to, to think in the same way? I mean, I, I do think it goes back to this idea of making sure that you're making a positive contribution to people's lives. Like that's the best way to connect uh, with a user uh, or with a, you know, a potential customer. And that can come in a lot of forms, right? You can, you can contribute to somebody's life by offering them a really simple product that does what it needs to do for them in that moment. Or you can, you know, offer something of inspiration. You can offer very similar to what we have on We Present, um, a perspective that they've never seen before from an artist in Nigeria, for example. So I think at the end of the day, like when you boil it all down, it is about understanding, like having such a good fundamental understanding of your customer to know that everything that you're putting in front of them is going to contribute to them and to their life in some sort of way. And I think that's that's a responsibility as marketers that we all have to kind of take on because there's so much stuff. There's so much content out there right now. So making sure that you're not contributing to the clutter of it um, is actually probably the best way to break through. And when you're when you're exploring a, a new platform, does that approach of not contributing to clutter, that says to me that there's a, a long thought process around how you're going to approach a new platform. There's obviously new platforms like TikTok that are coming out. When you're, or that, have, that are out and are massive, I should say, <laughs> that are coming out. Um, Teaser campaign what do for you, TikTok. How, how, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well, how do you approach a new pro- new platform like that? If you, when you're considering a new platform, what kinds of things do you look at, and and how do you decide whether to push go on that or not? Well, I mean, I think a lot of it comes back to like really having strong brand values and understanding where you want to show up, because that ends up being the anchor for a lot of the decisions we make about different platforms that we work with, different partners that we work with, um, and it's a really good. North Star, I think, for making those decisions. Because it's easy to chase new media, right? It's easy to say this new platform's come out. We should be on it. Like how many times, especially working in the agency world, how many times have clients come to you and be like, we should be on this platform. Everybody's talking about it. But I think at the end of the day, it's it's not always right. Um, so going back to those values as a brand to say, you know, TikTok, for example, I think is a is a really great platform for WeTransfer because it's creator based, right? It's it's people creating content, putting it out into the world, interacting with it. And the spontaneity of the platform, I think, is is pretty incredible as well. So that would be a really natural fit for us just based on you know, what we know to be true about our brand. But I would say some of these other new media platforms, we do uh, approach with a bit more caution. Um, because it doesn't always make sense for us. And as I said before, I think creatives scrutinize decisions that brands make quite a bit. They, they, they do tend to hold brands more accountable than other audiences. So what's important for us is it feels like we're really delivering on um, what we say about ourselves as a company. Absolutely. And that's one of the things that we found, find most interesting about social media in general is that never before in the history of advertising has there been the opportunity for the viewer to change, challenge, or amend your brand messaging and have the platform to be able to amplify that message. So we always find that really interesting in the sense that, yeah, like you say, you need to make sure you, you, you're making the the best decisions for the brand. Because if you don't, there's people that will call you out on it straight away and, and start hijacking that brand message. 
Of course, as they should. I mean, I think that I think it's important that customers do hold brands accountable right now and keep always keeping that in mind and making sure that you're holding yourself accountable for decisions made, because if you don't, somebody else probably will. And I think that's a it's kind of an important flame to have lit under our feet at moments, I think, for any brand operating right now. And when you're in talks with a, a, I'm not exactly sure how ads end up on the WeTransfer landing page. Initially, were you pitching to brands? And if so, what was the pitch? Because I was interested in other metrics that you will share with with brands to say, you know, brands that advertise with WeTransfer experience X, or if I'm a brand, how I'm sold on on advertising on the platform and also how I'm sold on investing more into creating a an experience that is unique to WeTransfer um, because I was really interested in the in the kinds of ROI or the kinds of results that that people see from doing things like that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's interesting to think about WeTransfer less as almost less as a, as a digital buy. My sales team is going to kill me. <laughs> less, as a, less as a digital buy and much more as like the billboard of the internet. So when you think about just the sheer volume and scale of our website, millions of people visit WeTransfer every day. And this is millions of people around the world. Like we truly are a globally used service. Um, and I, I believe the last uh, metric I saw is we are one of the top 100 highest traffic sites in the world. Um, which is pretty incredible considering, you know, we've been really focused on a, a singular use case for the last 12 years, but uh, our reach is very wide. And so um, I think a lot of brands come to us looking for, uh, looking for that reach, looking to connect with a broad audience, but to be able to connect that broadly across the globe, but so specifically geared towards creatives I think is a really unique position and not a lot of other sites can can do that. And then the other thing that you really have to think about is the the use case. So when somebody is there sharing their work, they're standing by, you know, they're watching to make sure that file gets uploaded. They want to make sure that 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 work is being shared. So you do have a bit of a captive audience as well. Um, so I think for for an advertiser, it's a really unique placement. And then, you know, it's really the numbers that um, we can show brands that show that these bit more bespoke units that we're creating within the studio are more effective than running, you know, what would be just a regular print ad or something. So we, we partnered with Adidas last year. They were launching a new shoe. Um, and instead of just running an ad for that shoe, we created an interactive video game where you're actually like... You're you're in the shoe and you're shooting. You're like flying through space and shooting this these little asteroids that are coming towards you. And again, just like a funny, silly thing, but it we saw incredible engagement with this ad, and the brand loved it as well. And it was just a, a really great example of like that lightheartedness I talked about with the brand. Um, and bringing some of that elements into into some of this partner work as well. So I really think like the work speaks for itself at the end of the day. It's not really too hard of a sell to say we're going to help you create something that's that's really awesome and is going to connect with this audience. That suggests to me that are you quite protective over that space? Are you quite selective about the brands that you work with and on the the imagery and the ads that are allowed to be associated with the platform? Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's one of the roles of our in-house studio is to provide some oversight into the content that goes there as well. And, you know, if you think about 
as I had said, 30% of that ad space is going towards creators and artists from around the world um, via We Present, our content platform. You know, it's really important that uh, the message that shows up there is consistent. And it's important for our brand and it's important for the brands that, you know, are buying onto the site as well, um, that that consistency feels real. So we really are very thoughtful about what type of work goes there, what gets featured, how do we make sure we're reflecting the values of our audience as well. Um, Diversity is like very much at the core of, you know, specifically the artist's work that we feature. We present, I think last time I checked, is features a hundred different a thousand different artists from a hundred different countries around the world get that talking point. And so just the sheer volume um, and diversity of the work that we're featuring is, is pretty impressive. So a ton of thoughtfulness goes into what those narratives are and how do we make sure that it's consistent, whether it's an ad or you know, a piece of art that's showing up there. Just going on to the, the future of WeTransfer as a business now, you've obviously introduced we present um which helps creatives earlier on in their in, in the life cycle of their creative process is that now the mission of we transfer as a business to um i suppose capture more of that creative process or do do more to service uh, creatives what is the the future of we transfer i mean that's exactly it you nailed it um the goal is to basically find these pain points that we're hearing from our customers that they have Um, throughout their day, throughout their creative process. And and that's really changed over the years as the role of the creator has developed. But identify those pain points and try to alleviate them with ideally really simple uh, turnkey products that people kind of expect from the company already. Um, So I think it would have been really easy for us to say, People are, you know, millions of people are already sending files on the platform. Let's go into the storage game. Like we're going to, it seems like we could make a, make a lot of money if we just went into storage, but we're not doing that. We very purposefully have said, that's not the goal. The goal is to, again, try to streamline that process of sharing ideas with each other and sharing creative. So that's why you see more of our new features developed around things like the review process, or, you know, we have a tool um, that helps you make creative presentations, like slides really seamlessly. So we're constantly just talking to customers, like finding out how we can better service them. And then that feedback loop goes directly into our product ideation and development as well. So we've created a really good community for actually um, getting that feedback. What do you think being in the position that you are is obviously is very is very inspiring to a lot of people that will be listening. Are there any principles that you feel like you you live by that have helped guide you to to the position that you're in now or or where you are now that you could pass on to any younger people or or people that are aspiring to be someone like yourself? I mean, I think when it comes to branding, rooting everything in human truths is the best way to connect with users and also make sure that you're putting something good into the world. Um, And human truths are timeless, right? So it would make sense that the founding principles of WeTransfer still hold really true 12 years later, because it was all based on this really simple, intimate human truth about being able to share work with each other. So as a marketer, I think it's really important that we, we mine for those, right? Like we get to know our customers so intimately that we understand uh, what those truths are that speak to them and then do everything we can to bring those to light and to speak to them. And it's really easy to chase after trends 
um, trends in the media, trends in messaging, trends in, in which artists people are wanting to work with at any time. But if that's ultimately not delivering on your purpose, um, then it's going to be fleeting. And long-term, it's not going to help you contribute to this, this long-term growth that you're trying to develop. So I think always knowing what's at the core and making sure that every little decision you make as a business is delivering on that is, is absolutely the most important thing. And the final question for you is, what one quality do you see within yourself that without you feel you wouldn't succeed? I would say creativity, which is, you know, I guess the theme of this entire talk today as well. But um, I think that it's so important to be able to problem solve creatively, to be able to um, connect with people creatively, to be able to think about your brand in a creative way. Because again, like everybody can market to creatives, but being a creative brand is a really, really unique and compelling offer. And so I try to place that creativity at the core of everything I do. Uh, I try to put that filter on everything. And it it brings me joy ultimately as well. Like, you know, I think it's great for the company. It's great for the business as well. But it brings me joy to to show up to work every day and and say, I'm going to I'm going to get to think about creatives today. I'm going to get to do something creative. I'm going to be able to use that part of my brain. Um, I think it's really inspiring. So if, if you have that in you, if you feel that urge, uh, even if you're not a quote unquote artist or a typical creative, chase it because it's really, really important. And that's what's going to help us contribute more interesting ideas to the world. So that, that would be my advice is, is make sure that you find you find ways to tap into that creativity in every aspect of your job and your life. Perfect. Thank you so much, Julia. And thank you so much for, for joining me on the podcast as well. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for listening to Breaking Social. Make sure you subscribe to us so you're notified when an episode drops. And if you want to keep up with what we're doing at Campfire, make sure to follow us on the socials in the show notes. We'll be back next Tuesday with another episode. 